we have worked with veterans in the past and in many cases franchising is a great fit because people coming out of the military there's that dedication hard work ethic and systems in place that are built for them to follow so a lot of veterans do extremely well you're listening to the expertish podcast be sure to head over to itunes or spotify and tell jay what you thought about this episode Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? All right, today I just want to thank Giuseppe Grammatico for speaking with us a little bit today on some options for businesses. We've talked before a lot about the struggles people have when they're transferring out of the military, but not just out of the military, but out of other like corporate world or anything like that. So I think that some of the things that you're offering or some of the guidance, I should say, as well, can be very key in that process. So if you'd like to do a, a little introduction yourself and a little bit about how you got to doing what you're doing now with your model having to do with the franchises. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I am a, a corporate refugee, as I like to call myself. So I, I, I was in the corporate world and was lost for, for many, many years. It's uh, one of those deals where uh, we own the family business as well. And it just didn't feel just didn't feel right. wasn't wasn't happy about going to work. Had a you know five hour commute total door to door, so a daily basis, twenty five hours commuting. Just felt like it wasn't going anywhere. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. You know, especially uh, you know in New Jersey, we a lot of people would commute to uh, Philadelphia, New York City. So uh, family owned the business, enjoyed it, but it just it was in the restaurant business and just wasn't the right fit for me. Simply because it was nights. It was weekends, it was holidays. So loved the business, but just didn't like the hours of the business. So from multiple corporate jobs, I bounced around. Typically what people do is, okay, well, maybe it's the company, maybe it's the position. So did a lot of interviewing, different positions to find out, hey, I still have the same long commute, still going to be reporting to 25 different managers above me and just felt like I was always making money for somebody else and, and really wanted to take control of of my future, take control of what I was doing. And even if it meant taking a step back and not paying myself because my wife ended up keeping her job, I was going to really just kind of take control and be there for my kids. So this is right before my children were born so that I was present at their soccer and dance recitals and all that kind of stuff. So that's when I hired a coach, started researching uh, businesses and found out, simply put, and this was genius. I remember, I remember the conversation crystal clear. Coach came back and said, you want a business in a box. You just want to essentially find a business already established and you want to run with that with that model. And that's it. It wasn't about right or wrong, what made more money or less. It was the fit for me. And uh, once I found that out, I uh, did a little online research 15 plus years ago. They put me in front of a franchise consultant. Ironically, that's what I do today. And he was able to uh, assist me in really digging deep and figuring out what type of business I wanted to own. And uh, this is 2006, 2007, and I've uh, been going strong, been uh, loving just about every day. I'm not going to say every day is, is, <laughs> is easy, but definitely uh, was the best decision I, I have ever made. What, and what did you end up deciding on? So we had invested in multiple businesses, but all around uh, commercial cleaning and, and maintenance and things like that. So not a business I was looking uh, to get into, but loved the reoccurring aspect. It was back 2007. So wanted something somewhat recession resistant, I should say. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a key point too, of talking about the recession uh, resistant, also talking about 
giving you the time to spend with your family as, as your, you know, your children are growing, things like that, because I definitely have heard friends of mine or other people I've spoken with left military, left some other job where their main reason for going and wanting to work for themselves was the idea of that freedom and, Hey, I can be there for my family. And what they actually found out was when they took on those extra responsibilities, they were working two to three times as much. So, you know, it didn't exactly pan out that the, the way they were playing and there was no one to rely on, you know, so they had to make it work. And a lot of the times too, when they got into something, it seemed like a, I can think of several uh, examples right now where people got into something they, they thought was uh, exciting or it seemed enticing. It seemed kind of sexy business type thing, but the, the work that went into it didn't seem so sexy after about six, seven, eight months. And that's a big point, you know, finding what is going to provide you the, the life outside of that business you want. One thing you mentioned too early on, which I think is key, is that you hired a coach. Some mistake I think I made right away was not doing things like that when I left and started in a business because you think I'm not ready for that yet. I need to get my feet wet. I need to do, you know, X, Y, or Z before I invest in this because it's, it's not always cheap, right? you know, to to get a good coach, but it can save you so much time and money in the long run by doing that up front. And did you feel that was your experience with that? Absolutely. It was not a, it was a lot of money for me at the time, but yes, it, um, it helped me with just in time. I mean, the amount of research you, you start Googling things on the internet and you could spend just days, hours, you start falling, going into different rabbit holes as I call them. So right finding the right coach and you know you have to interview multiple people in my case it was a referral that coach had owned businesses so I, I liked the, the coach's background and uh, was it was just a great fit for me it's got to be a, also a personality fit as well but definitely yeah. helped out yeah that makes sense was it that experience that led you into the more or less consulting on your new ventures is that your positive experience with that that led you to this uh, part of it yeah so it was it was part of that was uh, you know, I really enjoy coaching and and assisting people uh, based off my experiences. But also when I had submitted a form online, they had put me in touch with a franchise coach slash consultant, which is what I do today. So a combination of the two, I said, wow, I, you know, first off, extremely helpful and would have saved me hundreds of hours in aggravation and things like that. There's over 4,000 franchises in the US alone. Where the heck do you even start? But just the coaching, the helping of assisting people figure out if, if business ownership uh, is even right for you. I mean, that is, that is crucial. You know, too many people, as I joke, they think the grass is always greener. And uh, I said, well, why do you want to get into a business? And if, if people tell me money, that, that, that's a red flag for me. That, that's just, you know, there's various ways to make money. Owning a business, it's, it's something that you really want to do to really, you know, get that, that freedom, not necessarily the freedom of it's essentially time freedom is what it is. You want to make more money, but you want freedom to do what you want when you want with your time. So I just, I said, you know, that, that, that's something I could really assist through my experiences, uh, people. And it may be that someone comes to me and I talk them out of owning a business. And maybe someone that I've, I recently consulted and said, you are 100% entrepreneurship material, but you shouldn't own a franchise. You should really own something on your own. And uh, why? Because that person was looking for figuring out the brand to figuring out the product or service being offered. I said, you don't need a franchise. You, you could do this on your own based off of what you're looking for. Right. Can you give me one of the benefits on the, you know, a franchise model too, as far as going straight into that from, you know, from an outside career? 
Yeah, I mean, if a franchise, if that's something that that matches what you're looking for, so you, are you saying the benefit of franchising? Yeah, is yeah, it, going into that model versus versus like starting from scratch. Yeah. So a franchise, you pay a franchise fee. It's it's mm-hmm. essentially you're buying the license to take over whatever that that uh, brand is. So if it's a Dunkin' Donuts, you're buying the system. You know how they do business. You're buying the. You know you're able to use the uh, the brand. You know Dunkin'. Uh, well, now Dunkin', I should say, yeah, Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. So I keep forgetting. So the advantage is it's all figured out for you. So the franchisor has spent their time, has spent countless hours and money to figure out the best way to do business. And they're always trying to figure out ways of making their franchisees more successful. So you pay that fee, you pay an ongoing royalty, but that royalty is, is essentially support so that you're successful because. The last thing they want is is an unsuccessful franchise owner, you know, not happy, you know, maybe saying negative things about the brand. So you're you're essentially getting that head start versus starting off on your own. They figured out all the all the difficult stuff. But one of the the major major advantages once you get past and you invest in that franchise is you have a huge group of of franchise owners that you're you know essentially everyone is going back to Duncan. You all own one maybe multiple. Uh, locations, and you can bounce ideas off each other. So what's the best practices? What do I do in this case? Should I look at opening up additional unit? This is before buying the franchise and after investing in the franchise, use it almost as a, as a, uh, a mastermind. Right. And really uh, get feedback from the, the franchisees and bounce ideas off one another. So that is a huge benefit that you won't get anywhere else being a part of a franchise. True. And that, that uh, kind of built-in support network is something that it can take a great deal of time to build on your own in any other business if you're having to find and vet because there's you know a lot of people that are out there willing to uh, share some information, but they're not all vested the same and right. not all really care as much about you know your best interest or don't have that tie to you to, to make sure. So there's a, the, kind of like you, were, you mentioned before about when you started researching businesses on the internet, there's so much information, sometimes it's too much. Right. Um, and then you have to find the disinformation from the information. So I think that is a huge thing right there. Everyone is kind of mutually, it, 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 it benefits everyone for someone in that group to help you succeed. And I think that's a a huge part to you. Well, can you tell us then a little bit, let's, let's hear a little bit about what you do on that side of advising and coaching people and, and helping them choose if it is right for their needs. Right. So essentially we're dealing with two groups. Uh, One is the existing business owner, and they are looking for either uh, diversify their investments via a, a, another vehicle. So I originally come from the, uh, the, the finance or investment world. So, you know, whether it's managed money, stocks, bonds, obviously there's a million ways to invest, uh, but uh, people have looked at diversifying in other businesses. So they'll, they like the franchise concept because it's, it's quick and e- it's, it's much easier to start since the system is built for you. Sure. Um, and the existing business owners have used it as a, a, a basically an exit strategy. Uh, the other group is, you know, people coming out of the military. It's corporate executive. It's, it's people now. It, we're in a crazy time with the pandemic and people are, are furloughed. People have, uh, they're in limbo. They, they, maybe they have their job. You know, I, I know friends and family members that work in New York City, they've been working from home and they, and they don't want to go back into the office. It's just that long commute on a train or bus and then being in very close quarters in, in the city. So they're thinking of, of different ways, you know, what, what is next? So 
we we help those people identify their why. You know why why are they why are they doing this? What's what are they looking to accomplish? Um, you know, we, we have, so essentially we have a right fit call that that's our, that's kind of our first step to figure out it's 20 minutes. Are we a good fit together? So we mutually agree to that. And if I can help you or not, I can't help everyone. I can give you some advice, but some people are just going down a different path. So, uh, we decide on that, on that first call. And then we send out a, a brief questionnaire that gives us a little bit more insight as to what that individual is looking for. And then we follow it up with a 60 minute or so consultation where we dig really deep and figure out, let's really focus in again on, on the why, what do you want the business to look like? So we essentially reverse engineer it. So this, this really saves people a lot of time. Instead of looking for what are the hottest brands uh, in Entrepreneur Magazine and, and let me figure out which, which is a good fit for Jay, which is a good fit for Giuseppe, we say, okay, let's reverse engineer it. Let's figure out what the business looks like you know, do you want to be open nine to five or 24 seven? Do you want the business to have a lot of uh, part-time minimum wage employees with, with higher turnover, or would you prefer managing a few managers? And the list goes on. So we have different uh, characteristics of that business. And um, from there we create, and, and by the way, this is very extensive. So that was just two examples. And, you know, from there we create a franchise model. So ideally, this is what your ideal business will look like. After that model is reviewed and, and everything looks good, we start introducing franchise companies that will match what the model will look like. So going back to reverse engineering, we'll say, this is what you're looking for. And you know it happens to be a employment uh, services franchise. It may be a, a water and smoke mitigation. It may be a, a mosquito spraying service, right? No one's specifically looking for mosquito spraying, but it may match what you're looking for, because there's other aspects you may not think of, such as the total investment, lifestyle businesses that maybe only function six, seven months a year, such as a mosquito spraying franchise. So people don't realize they, they have those options. So, so we do all that work. It's constant communication back and forth. And once we find two or three good matches, we make those introductory calls uh, directly, uh, or I should say, we introduce the uh, franchise companies directly with each candidate, and then the candidate will begin their investigation from there while we are also coaching every step of the process, making sure they ask all the right questions, make, making sure they speak with existing franchisees as, as there, there are a lot of steps to really um, figure out if the franchise is the right fit for you. Gotcha. It's awesome. So it is a you know pretty comprehensive way to to dig in there and see what's going to work. You did mention earlier a little bit about some people can use it as say an exit strategy, whether it be from the corporate job or whatever. Also, what about I'm guessing that, and I'm not very familiar. So I'm guessing that there also can be depending on like you said, there's so many variations that it could be also more of a an investment strategy if you choose something that's a little more passive with your time, or I'm sure there's some options like that. Does that tend to be a case as well? Yeah, absolutely. When, when we talk about diversification, I come from the investment world. So diversification typically means stocks, bonds, uh, mutual funds, manage money, you know, you name it. And, you know, is that true diversification? Well, it, it is, you know, it's better than investing all your money in, in the company stock or in just one uh, individual security. So, these are ways that not only, you know, when you invest in the stock market, it's passive. You really don't have any control. Obviously, you can trade stock in the portfolio and have and, and make certain moves, but you're not really controlling the underlying companies in each of your portfolios. 
Uh, whereas this is, you, you definitely have more control. Um, it could generate the cash flow you're looking for. And, you know, you have the control and, and, and you can decide from there how you want to expand. And once you own any, doesn't have to be a franchise, but any individual business, you could start leveraging to say, okay, I want to open up additional locations. I want to use the appreciation of this business and it's doing so well to open up maybe a second or third location or territory under the same brand, or I want to grow a different way and, and utilize my existing clientele and upsell them on additional services, such as if you're in the, the painting industry or cleaning industry and you're going to homeowners, you may invest in a mosquito spraying franchise and upsell the homeowner, which is already an existing customer of yours. So various ways of expanding. And there's no you know, right or wrong. It's just, it's, it's another level of diversification. You know, I, I always talk about having a little bit more control in the investment. Uh, so being a lot more, uh, even though you may not put in 40 hours a week, you definitely have more control as to the direction of the company. Sure. And, and is that something that's a little bit more on the franchise model? You can have a little bit better idea of those things going into it based off of other people's experiences, I'm guessing, of both what type of income you would expect, mm -hmm. uh, depending on how much time you put in versus hiring more management or also just um, how much time you can expect free time is that I would guess that would be one of the benefits as well. Huge advantage. And you're the franchise company will answer. So the franchisor will answer a lot of those questions for you and set the expectation. But then after receiving the agreements and speaking with the uh, development person, you'll speak directly with those franchisees, like you said, uh -huh. and they'll be able to validate and say, yes, I, I am a semi-absentee owner after the first year. And realistically, my investment was in this range. And you know, this is what I'm making following the system and I'm only putting in 20 hours a week as an example. So you want to talk to at least five to 10 uh, franchisees in various areas across the country just to get a better understanding. But that is a, uh, a huge benefit. The franchise, the, the franchisor will put, you know, investment ranges in their documents. Uh, not all, but will also put uh, what they call an item 19, which is uh, income potential, they used to call it an earnings claim. And essentially, this is what the, the first year franchisee has made versus the third versus the five year, or this is what the average is across the system. Some will include that, some will not. But at the end of the day, it's an average, it's a range. Just mm -hmm. you're going to talk directly with these franchise owners to, to validate. Awesome. Yeah, I, I kind of like that idea because I didn't have that coming into this business. It was figure it out and then, you know, grow as you can and see how it works. Right. Uh, it would be kind of nice to be able to sit back and get, get ideas of what to expect from year over year and uh, right. you know, choose ahead of time. But I think uh, as well, you know, I, I was in a position where I could take a little more, a little bit more risk. But some people, uh, as you mentioned before, too, if you have children of a certain age and you're trying to make a change and you want to be able to spend that time, but you also have you know, some obligation, uh, you need a little right. bit more, I would say, you know, assurance that, that you're going to meet certain, you know, certain marks to, right. to that lifestyle. So I think that's mm -hmm. huge as well. Now, what would you say is a timeline, for instance, that, that it takes for someone working with you, just an average, I know, I'm sure this varies as well, but to, uh, someone comes to you from day zero interested in this for you to vet one, if they are, or aren't fit for this type of model, and then maybe two, to find the actual franchise that would work for them? Right. No, great question. So as far as uh, working with me, 
it's ongoing. So it's during the process. It's before, during, and after. I always jokingly say you can't, you don't get rid of me after you invest in your franchise because I'm, I'm there to follow up. I'm there to assist where, where I can and offer guidance. But from the intro call to the, the consultation to discussing franchisors, it's, it's typically a couple of weeks uh, is the time we spend to get you to that, to the introductions of the franchise companies. And then I tell everyone it's based off your schedule. I understand people are, uh, you know, they, they have a job full time. So maybe they're doing this uh, during their lunch break. Sure. People that are unemployed obviously have a lot more time, but I, you know, a good number is per franchise, 10 to 20 hours okay. of investigation. Mm-hmm. And that's not including our time. So we'll, we'll spend the, the, those two weeks figuring all, figuring all out. Once we just hypothetically have three companies that match what you're looking for, Right. Uh, plan to invest 10 to 20 hours in, and a bulk of that is going to be speaking with various franchisees to, to ask them those essentially the same questions, but, um, you want to put in that time, but you want to make sure it's a good fit, but more importantly, don't go in with a bunch of what we call preconceived notions. And, you know, I, I know this business or my uncle said, this business isn't, isn't the greater businesses put, put all that aside. We've, you know, we spent the time and the work to, to learn about you and check off the boxes that match the kind of the, the infrastructure of the business to get you to the type of business that mat- matches what you're looking for. That's going to get you the lifestyle you're working, uh, looking for. Don't go in with the um, with uh, all the opinions and, and all these preconceived notions. And I'm guilty of this. When I got into uh, building maintenance and cleaning, I said, Never, you know, never did I think of that. I was, I wanted something big like a, a subway at the time or yeah. a, a food franchise. And that did not match what I was looking for. I didn't, I didn't want all these employees coming and going and being open seven days a week and the headaches that went along with it. So yes, I was guilty of it. But when I, I thought about it for, for, for a few minutes, I said, you know what? To the coach I was working with, I said, you're right. I, I went in with some notions, kind of some opinions and I'm going to put those aside and I'm going to speak with the franchisor and 13 plus years later, uh, you know, it was still, still going strong. So, uh, put those opinions aside. You, you may think X and you don't realize why. So give the, give the franchisor at least two conversations. That's anywhere from an, an hour to two hours of your time. And only from there, if it really, really doesn't sound like a good fit, let's regroup and figure out what, what did we miss or, or, or what was really kind of telling you that it wasn't a good fit and then we can move from there. So we can always, what I call, uh, you know, change up the model, revise the model, and then maybe look at some other companies. Sure. Yeah. And it seems to me that like anything else, there's a learning curve once you get into it, even if it is a franchise. So if you get through that first couple of years and it is working for you, then with that knowledge, it seems even easier to double down and, you know, increase franchises of the same type as that mm-hmm kind of the case a lot of times, and then you're not having to go back and spend that as large uh, learning curve in the beginning. Right. Time, time is money. So if it's working for you and you don't mind, uh, if you have a territory and, uh, you know, where you live and you're looking to expand, yeah, you don't have to learn a new system. Yeah. Maybe you learn a little bit new of a geography, but typically it's going to be attached to your, your current territory. Absolutely. As I mentioned before, you, you can, you can, um, expand by buying additional territory, additional location, for the same brand or upsell mm-hmm. and, and say, okay, if I'm, if I'm servicing a homeowner, yeah. what other service are they looking for so that I'm not going out looking to buy leads and, sure. and find new customers. So, and if you invest in those territories from the, from the very beginning, 
So if you know your big plan is to cover not a portion of just, I'm in New Jersey, so not just portion of one county, but I want to take over the entire county, uh, franchise companies will offer you a discount on the franchise fee, allowing you to uh, expand and build out those areas at a later date. And they kind of put together a, a calendar as to when you need to expand. Well, that's, that can be a huge incentive too, discounting that, getting into that. That can be huge if you're going to do that. Yeah, you, it's the, the discounts I've seen anywhere from 30, 40 to 50 plus percent wow. on the franchise fee. Obviously, there's other, other sure. fees if you need vehicles, but um, it's a big, big uh, discount that they do offer when you initially buy the franchise. Uh, another um, bonus on kind of on the coaching or advising side that you're doing, you mentioned that you follow up afterwards, you know, that like they, they don't get ready after they, after they get into their franchise. I think that's something that can't be overlooked is with that type of continuing to, you know, work with people or at least follow up with people. That's the benefit of new clients come to you as well, because it's not just that you understand what it takes or what type of franchise that matches them. You can do the introductions, but you're also getting consistent then follow-up from the people as they're going. And I think that's a big thing too. And, and that's not just not just in your consulting side of business, but anything. If you find someone who is doing it, uh, doing a good job of it, is actually, you know, cares about what they're doing, coaching, uh, consulting, and they're doing that follow-up, you have the advantage built in of the things that are or aren't working from all of the people that have networked into into your group. So I think that's something that can't be overlooked. And I think just as importantly, the advantage of knowing what isn't working is just as important as what is, you know, and saving people a lot of time and money. Yeah. And, and, I, and I will say this, we meet directly with uh, the franchise companies twice a year. We did our first virtual. We we're supposed to be in Nashville and obviously with COVID. So uh, I speak directly with uh, CEOs and presidents of, of certain brands or VP of franchise development. They answer our phone calls. Uh, we learn about their brands. We're constantly getting educated. But more importantly, we'll give examples and say, hey, I'm working with Jay Johnson. Um, this is what he's looking for. I, I, think, I think it's a good fit. What are your thoughts? So I'll speak with the franchisor directly. I'll check the territory to see if there's anyone opening up nearby. I'll do all that homework before our uh, conversation regarding the franchise uh, because the franchisor wants to find really good matches for their system, right? They don't want something, yeah, that may or may not work. They want to make sure that the franchisees will follow the system, that they're great matches. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, even with that, we were, I have 74 other consultants that we work with, um, partner with Franchise. So we're, we're always going back and forth, sharing ideas, what's working, which franchise companies are offering the best support incentives with COVID. How do they pivot? What do they do? You know, what companies, we, we talk about the military, what companies are offering military veteran discounts, you know, for their specific franchises. So uh, are, there, are there promotions? So we, we always get the kind of the inside track. Sure. As to um, you know what's going on in the franchise world, that's something I'd never even thought of. Are there uh, incentives for military co coming into franchises? Yes, and I and I always one hundred percent yes. Not every franchise uh, offers discounts, so there are companies they'll offer um, first off with with lending. Uh, there are special uh, programs and promotions, but certain franchises will maybe offer a um, $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 discount. So there are discounts, there are programs uh, out there, but I always say that, you know, I always, I always say this, discounts are great, but you don't want that to be the only reason that you invest in the franchise. So 
maybe if it's a tie between two types of franchises and that's, and that's the, the one thing that kind of brings them over and, and you say, okay, they're, they're offering the discount. I'm going to, I'm going to go with them, but ju- don't look just for the discounts, which, which is by the way, a huge plus and 10,000 or 20,000 is a lot of money. Uh, it's a lot of money for me. It's a lot of money for most people. So don't make that decision based off the discount, but it, it, it's definitely nice. And, and there are some really good programs out there. And, and another thing, you know, we have worked with veterans in the past and in many cases, franchising is a great fit because people coming out of the military, there's that dedication, hard work ethic and systems in place that are built for them to follow. So a lot of veterans do extremely well because the system's in place, they simply follow it. And that's the the number one track for success. The, the people that either get into the, the wrong franchise because they were just looking at what was hot uh, or their uncle told them of what they should invest in or the, the people that do their research and just don't follow the franchise. Th- those are the people that set themselves up for failure. I mean, that's a bold statement to make, but if you're in the wrong, uh, if you or I are in the same franchise, you, you may be super successful. I may not because it just wasn't a match for what we were looking for. So spend the time. And if, and if you don't want to go through someone like myself, I put together a book that we could talk about towards the end that will guide you through the entire process. Obviously, you don't get any any coaching um, and anything that I have to offer in my experiences being on both sides of franchising, uh, but it's a beginning point. And then maybe after doing a little research, you can always give me a call and I, I can help you since our services are, are completely free and we get paid directly from the franchise company. So there's never a contract or, or fee for the services that we offer. Right. And that probably is a very good place to start with, uh, you know, checking out the book and getting a little bit of familiarity with, with the material to uh, maximize what you, what you offer on the personal side of it as well. When you were talking about the discount, the other thing I, I keep coming back to is just that time because you, you had mentioned it about, you know, making the time for your family. And I know that's one of the hugest things I hear from most people who believe in the military is also freeing up that time, you know, a little bit of, Hey, I've been deployed X amount of time or, whatever. So another point with those discounts, Hey, it may be a great, great franchise, but if you're same thing, if you're doing it for a discount and it's costing you an extra 20 hours a week to do the same as another one, then, then maybe that's not worth it. That gets taken away in like one month of business, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So just, just things to, you know, absolutely to look at. Tell us a little bit about your book, if you don't mind, just, you know, how that's structured and what, what it introduces to. Yeah, it, it's called Franchise Freedom, and it's the same title as my uh, as my podcast. We kept it nice and simple, and um, it it walks people through the entire process from uh, figuring out if business ownership is the right fit, uh, then if franchising is is the right fit versus a standalone business, and then um, it goes into the uh, my exact process, uh, the Franchise Freedom uh, process. It's four steps. Uh, intro call followed by uh, that consultation where we figure out your goals, what you're looking for. Uh, next step is, is is putting that model together, which you can do yourself. So it talks you through exactly what to do and how to do it, and, and figuring out and you know two or three franchise concepts that best match the model. And then uh, step four is the ongoing due diligence and the questions you should be asking the franchise companies. So. It's uh, essentially a, a process built for you. I believe it's 52 pages. It's a quick uh, one-hour read, and it'll walk you through one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make. And in many cases, you don't have to leave chapter uh, uh, chapter two 
Because if you're like, you know what, after thinking about it, business ownership isn't the right fit, you may not have to continue with the book. So save you, save you some time, some energy. We are offering, if um, I wanted to mention the, the book for, uh, for free as a, as a free download to anyone listening in, and it's, it's on my website. So it's GG. So it's my initials because Giuseppe Grammatico is a very difficult name to, to spell. So GG, the franchise guide, so that's G-U-I-D-E, uh, dot com forward slash expert-ish. So we just uh, E-X-P-E-R-T-I-S-H, and it's available as a free download to anyone listening in. Nothing to buy. If you prefer hard copy, it's, uh, it's available on Amazon for, I think, for a couple bucks. But I want to get the, the book in everyone's hands. And if uh, you start reading it and have some, have some general questions, reach out. If you have any questions, if you want to uh, work together, we'll, we'll do that introductory call. Uh, as I mentioned, no contractor fees are the franchise companies pay us directly. So there's no hidden agenda. There's no, oh, well, I didn't know this was going to cost more or less. Whether you use someone like myself or go direct, the investment is exactly the same. So... Awesome. Yeah, that's a great service, really. And if anyone, it, gosh, just needs to be connected, if you missed that at all, but you can always come back to our webpage for the podcast as well. We'll connect you with Giuseppe, um, get any of the information over over to him as well. And we'll also list the links to Pro's podcast. I believe we'll have the podcast and your uh, it's Franchise Freedom, correct? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, and it really helped people make some, some better decisions getting, uh, I, I, you would be amazed or maybe what you've probably heard a ton of it, but how many of friends and other people that I've had uh, talk about, like, you're trying to go into business simply because they don't want to write their first resume. If they've spent their life in the military, they're like, I don't want to write a resume. So I, I, I'll start a business. I'm probably a little bit guilty of that as well. So, Hey, this is a lot easier than, you know, jumping into something blind because of no resume, reach out to someone like you know yourself um, right. i learned a lot from this honestly because this could be something as you mentioned too it's a pretty cool exit strategy you know or, or a way to keep investing in a, in a different way trying to free up some more of that time and uh things like that right. uh so i think that's an, an awesome awesome option and how about can you give us before we go how about probably the biggest success or biggest failure of someone that you've seen come through doing, uh, you know, trying to uh, franchise, I'm guessing probably making a choice that's not, didn't fit them or so I, I'm guessing you're going to come up with, but. Yeah. I, I mean, this is actually, wasn't someone I work with, but as being, being a consultant and coach, we work with others. And one, one was as far as a failure was the, uh, the passion piece. And you have to be very careful with the passion piece, um, hobbies, interests, and things like that. And the story goes, person was a hardcore golf fanatic, ended up buying a, uh, a golfing franchise. Um, and I'm not, I'm not even sure which, which uh, the exact name, we, we wouldn't disclose it anyway, but I, I don't remember the exact name. But either way, they bought it simply because they like golf. And what they didn't realize since they dove right in was that you're buying a golf franchise doesn't mean you're going to be golfing every day. This is what this individual was doing on the, on the weekends, at, you know, on, on vacations. And not only did he fail miserably um, because he never managed people, he didn't, um, at the end of the day, he just wasn't a match for retail and what he was doing. His business failed. He had, uh, I believe he sold a business at a major discount and now hates the sport of golf. So that's, uh, so you know, don't, don't just say my hobby is golfing and I, I want to buy a franchise. That is the kind of the, the one myth as, as far as the, the passion, the passion piece should be a little bit d deeper as to 
I want that more, the more freedom and time. What businesses are built for that? You know, I don't want to deal with retail and, and with COVID and the uncertainty of that. So, you know, so as far as a success story goes, that another individual wanted to buy a, a specific uh, restaurant train, chain, don't want to mention the name. And um, we figured out what he, w- what he really wanted in life was he had, he had his uh, son was on the way. So we had, we had talked last summer, his son is expecting his first son in uh, September and he wanted the, you know, something non-retail, something home-based, but he, he was looking at certain restaurants uh, in, the, in the pizza industry. So after really digging deep, he ended up uh, investing in a water and smoke mitigation type of franchise where uh, truly recession resistant and, um, you know, your, your basement's flooded or had a fire. You need to, you need to get things fixed. You need to get the water out of there and, and, and the, the smoke uh, damage out of there as well. So from retail and, and restaurants, he got into that because it was home-based. He, he opened up uh, this past February and he's been doing just absolutely phenomenal in, in, in the business because we really matched what he was looking for. And did not, he did not realize a smoke mitigation franchise existed, but based off his strengths um, and what he, you know, what he was really good at and the lifestyle he wanted, he now has the ability to do what? To spend time with his family and do whatever the heck they want to do with their time. So, which is, uh, you know, he had called me thanking me saying, I, I, I have the time for my son. It's a lot of work, obviously in the very beginning, but uh, in my family, uh, you know, I have the time to, to spend as much time to do whatever we want. So, I didn't need a certain franchise uh, specific brand name, you know, that I enjoy their product or service. There are so many other things out there. And, uh, and the funny part was he invested in a very large territory for half the investment of what he was looking to invest in, in another type of business because it was brick and mortar and there was a big build out uh, expense that went along with it. So, uh, very excited. And he was just blown away. So he's actually looking into expanding, kind of what we were talking about before, additional territory service, a large, a larger market because he now knows the business and doesn't want to relearn something new. So lots of, lots of success and, and, and failures, unfortunately. And uh, as I mentioned, if, if you learn anything, if there's one takeaway, uh, you don't need to talk to any, uh, anybody else today. You don't need to read another book or read another article, sit down and, and blank piece of paper and draw out what your, your ideal life looks like not based off of what it would look like or, or what it should like look like based off of ways of making the most amount of money. But money aside, who cares about money? Who cares about everything else? What does your ideal look, uh, life look like? If it means working 40 hours a week, no nights, weekends, being home for your family, write that down. And then I can, I can assist you in, in figuring out if a business uh, exists, uh, you know, if a franchise exists uh, that can get you what you're looking for. But just time aside, no distraction, spend an hour and kind of write what it looks like and, and your vision. You know, what, what does your life look like in the next three years? What, what will make you happy? What has to happen to, to make you truly happy uh, with your progress? I always say personally and professionally and uh, start there if, if, at, at the very minimum. And that may answer uh, a lot of the questions that you may have. Yeah. Absolutely. I know, I know something that came to mind as you were talking as well as like uh, a lot of my friends retiring, like I did from the military. If they retire here in California, there's a big difference. All of a sudden you learn with taxes. Once you start paying the California tax on top of the, you know, everything else, that state tax. So uh, another benefit I see of what you're offering is talking to you ahead of time because it may give that opportunity to plan ahead if you are open or interested in relocating to a more, I would say, tax-friendly location. 
then you know that's something that can be researched ahead of time and have a little bit of that uh, assuredness of knowing what you're going to get into, what you can expect to make, what your investment would expect to be. So again, that that just that little bit of preparedness, a little bit of uh, research can pay huge dividends on on the backside. With people like yourself who can uh, kind of expedite that and guide them in the right place, I think that's a, a huge opportunity. Yeah, we we try and, and get your finances in order. I tell everyone, get you know, if fi- finances are not your investments only. You know, if, what do you have invested? What's the equity in your home? What are your expenses? You start a business, you know, you're not making money and profit. I should say day one. So figure out your living expense, what you truly can afford uh, to invest. And, and I, we also uh, refer funding partners that will do a full free analysis and give you uh, up to three or four different options available to you. So if you want to use retirement assets uh, or if you want to take an SBA loan, they will um, give that to you. And the, the only fee you would incur is if you were to move forward with uh, you know one of those options. But uh, free analysis as well, but they'll ask you, what do you have in savings? You know, get those investment account username and passwords and right. what are you spending? What's your mortgage payment every month? Figure all that out because you, you're going to want to make sure you have reserves uh, to make sure to cover those, uh, those expenses. And this is all the stuff I learned the hard way. This is not the stuff they teach you in school, right? I mean, right. we all went to school. Uh, I, I did not go to the military. I'm not sure if that's all, but you know, just basic uh, balancing a checkbook and funding options and all that kind of stuff was never covered. So this is a, a great way to expedite and kind of, instead of you going to various websites, we'll have, we'll have funding companies do a full plan for you for free. Can't beat that price. I jokingly say so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. And that's something I'm still going through as well. And that's how I, you know, got introduced to, to you through uh, Rocky Lavani and I'm working with them for the same thing, just to really get a more clear picture of both my business, personal finance, plus my investment. So I, really because sometimes if we if we don't as you mentioned before see what your end goal is and sometimes we lose track of that because we get on it we get on a path and we're like cool this is going well let's just keep growing and now i'm taking the step back to go wait how far do i need to grow or do i even want to or where is enough enough and time to just enjoy you know so i think that's it that is important to really get that clear picture of all your finances and what you do where you are saying sometimes people are a lot better off than they thought they were is something strangely i've found more often than not people thought have more than they think they do when they really get a clear picture of what it is yeah absolutely they may have uh 50,000 in savings or 20,000, but then have a million dollars in a 401k that they didn't realize they can use. So right. don't assume, just put all the numbers out there. They'll be able to figure it out. And I always say one best piece of advice and I keep adding, involve your spouse, your partner. My gosh, I can't tell you, people buy homes and obviously you don't make that decision on your own, right? Obviously, unless you're, unless you're just single, but Involve, involve your spouse, your partner, because this is one of the biggest decisions you can make. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I'll speak with a husband or, or a wife and just say, yeah, the other one's on board, yada, yada, yada. We, we move things along and all of a sudden they say, well, I don't want to be in this type of franchise or I didn't know, I didn't realize it was going to cost uh, X amount to invest. So involve them. It's, it's a huge decision. You want to make sure you want that comfort level because Business ownership isn't isn't easy. It, retail locations uh, after investing will take you months to find the right location, then months to build it out. So there's a lot of moving parts, and you want to make sure your partner and spouse are on the same page as you. So so some marital advice that was a bonus for today's episode. But right now, if the spouse uh, doesn't is not on the call, I just say you know what this this isn't going to work. This is 
going to be an issue. I want you guys to be on the same page because nine out of 10 times something will come up and the spouse didn't know about it. So have your partner and spouse on, on the calls. <laughs> yeah, we got business advice and marital advice all on the same podcast. All in one. I'm the Dr. Phil of franchising. That's it. <laughs> I love it. But just, Debbie, I really do appreciate you going on to Like, I actually definitely learned a lot. And uh, I didn't even think about this being an option for me, but it may be a very good exit strategy or also just an investment option. I think it is for a lot of people. And like we said before, we will have your uh, contact info, you know, available with our webpage. But if you don't mind, if you could run down how people can contact you one more time and uh, just in case. Yeah. If you go right to the website, so it's GG, the franchise guide. So G-U-I-D-E.com. That'll give you all the information, uh, my contact info. But if you want the email, it's just it's just my initials before it. So it's GG at GG, the franchise guide.com. Uh, but the website will give you an overview. Um, you could pick up the book there. We have a pre-recorded webinar on there, a blog, the podcast. So there is plenty of information to the point where you'll say enough is enough. Let's have a conversation to see if this is even the uh, the right direction for me. And I'll be more than glad to spend 20 minutes or an hour, whatever it takes. And if, if it is the right fit and Jay, we were talking about, um, I think uh, on our first call, sometimes it's the perfect fit and you may have just got out of the military and maybe the funding isn't there or you got out of your corporate job and the, and the, and the funding isn't there. We'll put together a plan and say, Let's look at your monthly expense. What do you need to put aside? What is it? What do I need to really put aside to to own a franchise or the down payment I should be putting down? And we'll work together. And I'll be more than glad to assist you. And then maybe we do a six month follow up to see where you're at, uh, put you in touch with the funding company. So it may not, it may be a good fit, but logistically, whether it's finances or you're in the middle of a move, we we can figure that out. Um, but I always stay on top. Bare minimum, you get a, a weekly email from me giving you the the latest podcast just for some some free advice on a particular topic. So awesome that you know, all great information. And I really do appreciate your time today sharing all that with us. And I'm sure we'll be following up with each other and hopefully some people jump on this and I want to get some uh, feedback on how that's going. Absolutely. Jay. Any short bets to let me know. So if I, you know, I can jump on something. All right. It's what's the best match for you, Jay. That's it. That's what I tell everyone. We got some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Jay. Take care.